Chapter 1. Our Journey from Salvation to Answering Our Callings to Ministry Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. In this chapter, we'll share a testimony of God's faithfulness in our journey so far. If you study the patterns of your life, you'll be able to see the faithfulness of God in His dealings with you. Everyone goes through a process, a journey, and seldom do you find any process that is just one straight line from point A to point B. There are many decisions along the way. That's life. But it is through God's grace that we can navigate through the various twists and turns in life, and our personal experiences are no exception. We too have been going through that process, and we are still going through it. Joseph had a dream, and it was only with time that the light came on, and he was able to see that what he had gone through wasn't just for him. He was an agent of change who God used to preserve a remnant. There are many occurrences in our lives, full of implications for us which at the time they occur we may not fully grasp what is happening. Our move from the USA to Nigeria. We were born in Brooklyn, New York. We are first-generation Americans. Our family roots are from the West African nation of Nigeria. In 1978 our mother became homesick and wanted to return to Nigeria after a decade in the United States. As young boys we were excited about going to Nigeria for the first time even though we did not know what to expect. We embarked on this great adventure in 1978. Although Nigeria was starkly different from America, we adjusted quickly to the culture, food, and people. The year 1986 would prove to be the single most significant year of our lives. God had planted the seeds of salvation in our hearts on several occasions, but the full harvest was not reaped until this particular year in school. Salvation Experience 1986 A Divine Setup in 1986, we were both part of the science club at our secondary school. Every week we paid the required weekly dues which the science club used for experiments and projects. On this fateful day, we didn't have the money for our dues. In Nigeria in those days, if you didn't have the money for your contributions, you were punished. So we hid in a classroom. We tried to avoid the science club, and I remember that we hid in a classroom with a fellow student. He said, wait a minute. Why are we hiding here? Why not just go over to the Christian club? They take offerings, but they don't require you to pay dues. So we went to the Christian club where we heard the gospel message of Jesus Christ and we gave our hearts to Him. This event was a dramatic turning point in both our lives. What if that student had pointed us elsewhere? God had set us up for a divine encounter. And it is also evident that God has a great sense of humor considering the circumstances that He used to bring us to salvation. In Acts chapter 9, the Bible shows us that the Apostle Paul had his orders to arrest the Christians and bring them bound to Jerusalem. Paul's core value was truth even though he was blind to the gospel. With great zeal he moved forward to stop the Christians that he perceived were undermining the truth of God. Then, on the road to Damascus, God visited him. The revelation of Jesus Christ transformed his life. God's plan from the beginning of the world was to get us into His kingdom, and He used an unconventional way to do it in our case. Perhaps you are listening to this, and you are looking at your life's journey, thinking to yourself, I can see the hand of God in my life.
I can see a pattern that I never even thought was God, but in the details, I can see God. Many people say that the devil is in the details, but I beg to differ. God is in the details. He knows the end from the very beginning. Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10. God is the one who has orchestrated and planned our lives and mapped them out. He is the grand architect of our destinies. At the time of our salvation, we attended an Episcopal church also known as an Anglican church. It did not take long for the impact of our salvation to manifest itself in our fervor and zeal. One day our neighbor across the street who attended the same Episcopal church warned us, Guys, I just came out of a meeting, and your names came up. She said it was brought up in the meeting that we, quote, prayed too much. We had caught the attention of the vicar, the Episcopal title for the resident pastor. This event would mark the beginning of many such encounters. In fact, one such encounter was rather dramatic. 